Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the subject. (laughs) I got it. I got it. This is Drop the Subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris, my bisexual friend. What's up? He's, uh, he was too anxious to get on the airwaves. I'm already screwing things up. <laughs> <laughs> you were you had your headphones on and you said, I can't hear, I can't hear, I can't hear. And then you pressed the blue button and you were like, now I can. And we were like, you're on the air right now. I think that that's a weird, like, that should be fixed. You should, we should not have access like that just to go on over songs right. and commercials at any point. No on-air personalities power. should have zero power as far as buttons, knobs, even cough buttons and dump buttons. Like the fact that I have a dump button right in front of me, that is not okay. No. I should have access to nothing but volume. Volume just for yourself. (laughs) I I mean, every time I see this dump button, I'm just like, I'm shaking because I want to push it. Dump, dump. dump on it. Uh, this is Drop the Subject. It is Friday. We're getting into the weekend. It, of course, is summer solstice as well. So if you're listening to this, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're not at Stonehenge <laughs> watching the sunrise. Uh, I, I didn't know even that that was a thing, but apparently everyone goes and gets naked at Stonehenge. Wow. And then they party. Yeah, they party all day long because it's like a you know the longest day of the year. And apparently that is when the sun aligns with some heel rock or some crap. So everybody's there celebrating. I I wish I had the courage to stand naked amongst strangers and rocks. And old rocks. Yes. 5,000 year old rocks. Uh, this weekend is going to be a big weekend. You know, I get a little. I love that it's Pride Month and that there's a Pride pretty much every single weekend. But it is exhausting. It is exhausting. I Can we just vote and make it just a weekend? Just one? Yeah. Or one? Maybe, maybe two. a week. Okay, sure. We can have Seven Pride days. Week. But I, I, I mean, we. I understand we do things like Women's History Month, Black History Month. Okay, I understand. That's a whole month where we're raising awareness for the Pride Month where we are doing floats every single weekend. I mean, I, we're out of body paint. It's. I mean, the feather boas are the being used over and over has again. has run dry. I don't know how... Get, I mean, do you go to... You, you have a fairly active life. Like, I feel like you're always going to stuff. I go to things. You yeah. go to, do you go, like, it's the weekend. How many things do you have planned this weekend? Four? Probably, like, three. Okay. So, you have one thing it'll planned each be, day? It'll be, like, a pl- I'll go see, like, a show. I'll go to, like, a daytime party and then, like, dinner with friends. Okay. And that's not exhausting to you? No, but that's a, that's enough. Okay. You know? Okay. But you don't have, I mean, you're, you're also an actor, so you don't have, you don't have to get up at seven in the morning like everybody else. You know what I mean? So right. you can fill your week, your weekend and not be like, oh man, I have a 40 hour work week ahead of me. Cause you're working some, yeah, like some days you're working a ton weekend. and then other, right, exactly. But if I like, I'm exhausted today. Today it's been a lot. I mean, this is it's Friday. We're doing yeah, but it's the end of the week. I'm very tired because we've been doing these double shows, and w- which have been great. Of course, any any opportunity to sit in front of a microphone for a little longer, I'm going to take. But Absolutely. It's, but it's been. I mean, it's been a change, right? We're yeah. we're on twice as long. So th- so today I'm like, all I want to do is go home smoke weed and play video games that is all I want to do but I have to go to a Persian wedding tonight oh wow and then tomorrow night I don't know if you heard 
but it's Jay Rodriguez's 40th birthday party. Oh, no, of course. I wasn't invited, of course. No, no, no. Everyone's invited. There was a promo running on the station. Everybody is invited to Jay Rodriguez's birthday party at Rocco's. Like everyone in LA. Everybody. Okay. Everyone is invited. See, he invited me on the air, and I was like, wow, I got invited to his birthday party? That's pretty special. And then I heard on the station, hey, everybody, come to my birthday party. And I was like, wait, what? So anybody can go? That's, yeah. So Katie was like, wait, so am I invited too? I was like, yeah, everybody's invited. She was like, so do we get our own area? And I was like, I don't, I don't think so. No, it's not like a VIP it's, thing. Yeah, it's just she was like, I am only going to go if I have a place to sit. Like if they give her a place to sit, I was like, I don't think that's going on. But the reason why, I mean, I, I, I haven't RSVP'd yes or no yet, but the thing doesn't start until 10 p.m. It starts. At, isn't that late? That is late. That's late even for you, somebody That's late who does. for me, and that also means that there's a part of the birthday that we weren't invited to. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, Because he's celebrating all day. Yeah, or there's like the eight o'clock dinner that's like <laughs> VIPs only. <laughs> I want to go to the VIP dinner, then me Katie too. will have a place to sit. <laughs> yes. So what I'm wondering is if I should go, I mean, because 10 p.m. is when I start winding down, right. especially on the weekends, I'm like, you know, I think a lot of gays have the energy to do all this stuff. They're like, yay, it's pride everything. I'm That's... going to everything. And then I'm going to day drink. And then I'm going to go to the gym. And then I'm going to go to the nighttime thing. And then I'm going to go to the after nighttime thing. And then the next day I'm going to do it all over again. And I'm like, I don't know where gays get the energy. Yeah, but I've been following your social media and you're kind of living your life as a gay guy. You, you're <laughs> like, like every time I see you, you're at some like cryogenic freeze bank. <laughs> you're like... Eating some fancy meal, you're petting your dog. I am. I'm petting my cats. You're you're petting your cat. You're working out. I'm like, Allie's a gay man. Wow, you're right. I'm like a gay muscle man. You're a gay muscle man, daddy bear. I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the bear part definitely comes with the nature walks that I take as well. Yeah, and you're always on hikes in nature. And I'm always camping. Yes. I'm always like driving to a cabin. (gasps) You're a bear. I'm a bear. I identify as a gay bear. Can I change that now? Yeah. Because I can, I have a free for all. I'm a member of the LGBTQ plus. Yeah, I can, you can just bounce around every letter in and out, whatever you want to do. Oh, that's great. the current situation we live in. Then I don't have to worry about my body. No, oh, yeah. I can just. You I can mean, actually plump it up. Yeah, I on ha- purpose. And I can get hairier. I don't have to shave anymore. Yep. <laughs> You're looking at me like mm, maybe I shouldn't have said this. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, we've created a monster. <laughs> I can be like Halsey. Did you see that uh, that Rolling Stone cover? She's she got her armpit pits? hair, yeah. That's the very end thing is for, for gals to have hairy pits. Look, it's a natural thing. Your hair grows from your armpits. It does. I always think it's weird that we shave anything. Like we shave like men shave their faces every day. That's psycho to me. Well, I think it's weird to <laughs> to figure out what 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 we decided to shave and why. Yeah. Like why did I why did women start deciding, you know what? I can't have hair on my legs anymore. Right. I just can't do it. It's not ladylike. I don't want to show anybody that I have hair on my legs. I and mean, then also on my arms. But And then maybe... Also maybe, down there. Maybe, yeah, down there as well. I mean, unless you want to keep it real 70s, that's fine. But those are the ones that we've all understood is the pl- proper places to shave. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, are we going to start undoing all of that? Well, if you're like me and you started taking hair vitamins for your hair on top of your head, just so you know, that affects the hair on your whole body. Oh, no. So my eyelashes are really long and my down below part is like a braidable. forest. It's <laughs> braidable. 
Well, you know you can't see us, but now I think you've got a pretty clear picture in your mind. This is Drop the Subject. When we get back, we're going to talk to Scott Nash. This guy ate expired food for an entire year. I have so many questions for him, and I assume you do as well, Clayton. I do. So we'll talk to him when we get back. Uh, Stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and joined on this Friday by day, a very long Friday by day for summer solstice with uh, Clayton Ferris. Hello. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Today's the longest day of the year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's what summer solstice is. Oh, I don't know. Well, oh, I'm really? not a, yeah, I'm not a witch. <laughs> Well, thank God, because you might have been stabbed. That's another thing we're going to talk about later later in the show. The, the on the set of the witches. Did you ever watch that movie? Yes. No. <laughs> no. Why did you say yes? Why did you, I, I don't know. Why like did you say yes lie. and then shake your head like no? I haven't. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it. Can they hear me? With Angelica Houston. <laughs> I mean, I know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, they're doing a remake of it, and someone got stabby already on oh, set, so it's kind geez. of exciting. We should break it down, but. Before that, we have to chat with Scott Nash. I'm fascinated to talk to this guy. He is the CEO of Mom's Organic Market, and he spent a year eating only expired foods. Now, this is something that my wife and I constantly fight about. We uh, actually had a fight about it last weekend over some expired rice. So, uh, Scott, are you on the phone? I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Hi, Scott. Hey. I am judging by your voice that you are okay and alive and well after eating expired food for an entire year. What kind of stuff were you eating? Kind of everything. I mean, it started with a yogurt that I needed for a smoothie, and it was only yogurt in my refrigerator. It was six months past date. <gasps> gave it a try, and I survived. And then I, and then the more expired food I ate and survived, the uh, more courageous I got. And I started to eat everything, heavy cream, milk, meat, you name it. So that's what I was going to ask. The yogurt was like a milk-based yogurt? Yeah, just a normal yogurt. Yep. Wow. Okay. And there was no, like, uh, so this is what happens is in my refrigerator, say we have a, a thing that's open of Greek yogurt or whatever, and it's past the expiration date. I look in it. If it smells okay, I'm like, this is fine to eat. And then Katie says, no, 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 it's past the expiration date. I say, no, if it doesn't <laughs> smell, I, I use my sniffer more than the actual, more than my eyes looking at the expiration date. So is that what what your marker was too in this process? Absolutely. And then, you know, if something had mold on it or looked bad, then yes, I would also look at it. But it's the sniffer that is the best indicator. And you go because I tell you, this is exactly what happens. Like I have found that uh, what happens in your house is uh, what happens in almost all houses across the, the, the nation, which is you have this division of people who are okay eating expired products and others who pretty much at the stroke of midnight will throw it into the trash mm-hmm. uh, once it hits that expiration date. So, okay. for uh, Last weekend, I went up to uh, my family's old cabin and there was we were starving. We got there at like three in the morning and we were looking for any food that we could possibly salvage to eat before we went to bed. There was a bag of rice that expired two years ago and mm-hmm. Katie said, I'm, I'm not... I'm not, there's no way I'm eating that. It expired two years ago. And my, my argument was it's rice. It doesn't expire. It's in a bag. So did you, if, if with the, the diet that you were on, would you have eaten that rice? 
Oh, absolutely. There's, I, I mean, I mean that would have been an easy one. Um, you know, it's, it, you know, it's when you have the ground beef that's like twenty days past date that you, yeah. you know, that's that's the one that requires some more judgment. Um, you know, I mean, that's the thing is. There are dates on things that c- can never go bad, basically. Um, like I mean, what? Can- well, like canned goods and things in jars and bottles. They-, they used to not have dates. They used to just say, this product is sterile on that packaging. Dates only started to come onto the scene in the 70s. Um, and so that product will last for decades, you know. And and then you have things with expiration dates on them um, for example, salt. <laughs> There's actually a salt. Salt has expiration dates on it. This stuff is like 300 million years old. It doesn't expire. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, and and the same with honey. You know, um, and then there's I've seen expiration dates on things like baby wipes or hand lotions. It's just gotten out of hand. And by the way, I say expiration dates. It's, that's one thing you might see. You also see use by, sell by. Best mm-hmm. if used by. Freeze by, yeah. And there's no consistency. No one knows what anything means. And the dates themselves are not really set in reality of when a product actually uh, either goes, loses quality, or becomes a food safety issue, which is hardly ever. So why did these like corporations start putting these expiration dates on food? And why did we, as consumers, like start buying that? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I think... Some manufacturers like are letting um, perfect be the enemy of good enough. So they want their product eaten at like peak quality. So you'll see that like with milk and eggs and, you know, and they'll say like, please eat it at by this date so that you'll experience our product uh, at a good, a good enough quality. But then there's most of dating is on things that are not on fresh items uh, where the quality diminishes a lot. Um, and so uh, part of me wonders and actually thinks that manufacturers really like it when we throw their products away. Yeah, because we have to buy more. Absolutely. Right. So when you Snakes. were... <laughs> it's a money <laughs> gig, I understand. <laughs> so when you were doing this, you were eating expired food for a year. Do, were you also serving this food to your family or was this only things that you were eating for yourself? Eh, I definitely <clears throat> served it to my family. I mean... <laughs> I, you know, I mean, there was a. It, it, if you're going the, down, they're going down. Right. This old cheese tacos and ground beef from seven weeks ago. Eat up, everybody. Yeah. The, so there was no moment where you felt like you were going to get sick, or like, was there any moment that you were like, I shouldn't have eaten that? Okay, th- this was too far. Well, okay, a couple months ago, <laughs> I tell you two things that deserve uh, an expiration date. It's fish and chicken. Um, mm. You know, because those things... <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you something, like like steaks and beef, I mean, there is... They age steaks. They advertise for that. So I don't know why steaks even have an expiration date half the time. And I've noticed steaks will... You can eat a month past date, oh, honestly. Oh, God. If you freeze even them. If they're, wait, frozen no, or no. refrigerated? No, refrigerated. What? Now, yes. Now, now, ground beef is a little bit of a different story because it's ground in, you know, so that's not the same as a steak. But but chicken and fish, you know, you take it out of the package. You can kind of tell from the smell how it's doing. <laughs> um, and, and, and so, but then I would rinse it and then smell it again. Um, and so, I, I, and then, and often, by the way, when you rinse a chicken or a fish, 
it smells just fine after you rinse it. And, and then I eat it and everything's fine. But there was a situation where a couple months ago I did uh, I did rinse the chicken. I smelled it. It was still a little off. But I said, well, let me just, just throw it on the grill and, and, and eat it anyway. And then I took a couple bites. And I was like, no, this is going to the animals basically at this point. Please okay, tell so you me. pass it on to yeah. the animals. Yeah, that's right. Here Please tell me that you had a documentary crew following you while yeah, you were doing Yeah, I that. know. I, I, I don't, but I have had. They have to do it all over again. It's like it never happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should have well, at least I'm taken happy. some Instagram videos or yeah. something. I yeah. I mean, guy eats expired fish from like 20 days ago is definitely clickable in my, in my opinion. Well, this is something else I learned, by the way, and I'm not really making my case very well here with this comment, but I've learned that the pH level in human beings' stomachs is actually rather high, and the pH kills bacteria. It's actually higher than quite a few wild omnivores. Um, And so even if you get something that's a little off, our bodies are actually much better than we think um, or than we assume at uh, defending um, against bacteria. No, I think you're totally right. We're all turning into a bunch of pussies. We're like, oh my gosh. No, I can say that. I can say that, Justin. It's true. Uh, well, well, and that's true. Like, like I, And by the way, I'm a guy who ate a lot of expired food, and I, re- and I really pushed the limits, but there's people like you, millions of people like you, who will eat the rice a year or two past date. And, and, and so it's not just me. There are plenty of people out there I have found, and this debate rages on in almost every household. I have found many people eat a lot of expired food, and we're not all getting sick. No, it's true. It's true. And then the, the idiots with E. coli are just, it's just because they went to one bad Chipotle. You know, that's, that's it. If you think about all the me- meals that you had, if you have one that gives you E. coli, it's like, yeah, well, you still have a pretty high average. But uh, it really is about how hungry you are. Like, if you're hungry, yeah, you're like we like, were starving when we like, got to that it. house. Yeah. I was going to eat two year old rice or nothing. So that was an easy <laughs> choice for me. Scott, thank you so much. I will continue, I will, I will get this interview and I'm going to send it to my wife to make sure that. I always have a leg up in this argument from now on. I appreciate your time. Good luck. Give her my cell phone number if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I even <laughs> yep, had another right. uh, another talk about, with my mom, an, an argument about expired tea bags. I was like, tea bags? What the hell are you talking about? It's like three, uh, three-year-old tea bags. I drank them. Still do. Proud of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have to go. When we get back, we're going to talk about this stabbing that happened on the set of The Witches. Witches be frontin'. Can't believe it. Uh, so stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, yes, drop the subject. On the new Channel Q, Allie Johnson, Clayton Ferris, hanging with you on this Friday by day. And the phones are lit up. We just got off the phone with Scott Scott. Nash. Yeah, who was very, it was fascinating chat. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to get home and eat that rotten meat in my fridge. <laughs> I cannot wait. I didn't I even get a chance wait. to ask him about leftovers. <laughs> no, I actually think it's interesting what he. It's a good point. It's like food can last longer. We need to cherish a little more. You know, like we. Yeah, I don't we, know. like what we're learning is that people have to get away from their. Uh, 
their idea, their pre-existing notions of how much people should shave <laughs> and how much people should eat after the expiration date. I, I definitely get those uh, the, that produce delivery where it's like wonky vegetables. That's and what stuff. I was gonna say. Yeah, where it's like, and there was a worm in an artichoke once. Yeah, okay, but, I boiled it right out and I ate it. We're so used to our fruits and vegetables looking perfect, and that's not really how they always look yeah. in nature. They have Snow some, White screwed it all up. She screwed it all up for us. That, that apple perfect, was perfect apple. Yeah, you know what? She should have been getting a, a wonky bruised apple. It would have changed everything. <laughs> uh, we have somebody on the phone. Who is this? Hello? Oh, hi, this is Willie. Uh, I just wanted to call uh, call you and congratulate you for reaching 100 episodes. Yeah, huh. you know, I didn't even realize. Yesterday was our 100th episode. Yay! Yes. Thank you very much, Willie. You know, I do have a bone to pick with you, though, sir. Because, oh, what did I do? Well, well I... I uh, you know creepy creeper uh, creepy creeper I'm sure he he calls in regularly yes, on the I station yeah he he's a, he's really weird he always tells me that he would like to marry me and he wants to see me dance in my sexy blue jeans and then uh and we've been we've haven't really been putting him on the air because Jarrett hates him and so do a lot of other people but then when I did my cool radio girl voice, you kind of gave a creepy creeper type of tweet out to me and uh, at DTS show. What did you say exactly? It was it was a little weird. Oh, I said it's like it's like damn it now it's like damn it like like damn it you used like this your sexy radio voice again or something like that. It was, <laughs> I, all right, I apologize for being creepy. <laughs> And it's like, you always, if I'm being creepy, you can always tell me. And I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I think she's telling you right now. I think I'm telling you right now. At two, Willie. I know, she's telling me right now. She's telling me right now. And I'm I'm apologizing. It's like, it's like, dude, it's just, it's like, it's weird. Because it's like, it's kind of like when your friend, like, does something like, like, odd, like, it's like it's kind of like when your friend's like, all right, hey, cool, my friend's doing something, you know, it's like, hey, it's just my friend. And then they, like, do something, like, really sexy and then they just do something really really sexy and you have to tell them and it's really off-putting it's really off-putting it's like ah stop that no Uh well you're in the friend zone yes i kind of always thought you were in the friend zone willie i mean i think you were bordering into the stranger zone but i do appreciate you apologizing i mean that's what it's important right now you know you you get accused of something and then you just apologize you just say sorry and that's kind of it so thank you for listening willie was there a particular reason you you were calling no, it's just to congratulate you. Okay, got it, got it, yes. Because well, you're no you. longer quite new. I'll yeah. delete the tweet if you want. Now no, we're no. quite old. <laughs> you can't scrub your tweets, Willie. That's not how life works. Willie, we're just joshing okay. you. I think, I mean, look, it, oh, okay. Allie no doesn't like to be, Allie doesn't like compliments. But <laughs> uh, Is that the first thing you learned about that's me? That's the first thing I learned about Allie. And, that's but not her, my love language. Her radio voice is... Dare sexy. I say it, sexy. Oh, thank you, Clayton. You're welcome. Apologize. No. Uh, okay, now we have somebody else on the phone. Thank you, Willie. Hello, okay. who who is this? Bye. Okay, bye, Willie. I'll see you later. Thank you. I, I forgive you. Uh, who Who is next? Hello? Allie, I love you, my beautiful love. See, now this is Creeper? Creepy Creeper. Creeper. And what do you want? Creepy Creeper, a lot of people don't want you on the show anymore, especially, uh, I mean, there there are some new people who've been coming in and doing the show with me, and they are vehemently opposed to your voice. They don't believe you should have a voice, even though they, our tagline is that every we're giving everyone a voice. They don't want yours. <laughs> oh, well, sorry, Allie, but they got to live with it because... We love each other. Okay. Now, Allie, uh, give me what I need, baby. Pull your pants down. 
Okay. Goodbye, creepy creeper. Well, he made up for it, I guess. <laughs> you know, anytime I'm on the fence about creepy creeper, he says something that I get to go right back over. So get the hell out of my life. Yeah. Um, he kind right. of reminds me of like a cousin. Like I'm from the South. You always have like that one cousin that comes to Thanksgiving that you don't really want there. But oh, for me, it's an uncle. Yeah. There's an uncle. And you're just like, they're here and they're going to say something creepy. Yeah. Well, that's the cousin too that like would would maybe cross the line and hit on one of their other cousins. Hey, you know. I mean, you are from Texas. <laughs> stop. <laughs> all of our Dallas listeners stop. Okay. And uh, all of our Dallas listeners, hi. Hey, what's up? I'm from Dallas. Hi, sleep with the cousins. Not a big deal. I actually slept with my second step cousin. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, that, I think that a second step cousin is not. I think that gives that's you into not safe related. That's not related. I, yeah, you're, I wasn't related to her by blood, and it was her first lesbian experience, and it was in Ohio. Leave me alone. Okay, we have to take a break. This is drop the subject on the new channel Q. We didn't even get to talk about this witch stabbing, but there's still some time left. So more to come. Stick around. You're listening on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject drop the subject on the new channel q ali johnson clayton ferris getting ready for another weekend full of gay fun (laughs) (laughs) i would love it if every gay club had just that song it does feel like i'm very pro pride month i love it but it does feel like every it's a long month it's a long month and it's like now just things that would never seem to celebrate pride or like oh we're actually gonna plan this pride event right. just because there's time you know like there's too much time for people to think about it and mm. no yeah throw it's, something together by the true. end of the year i have the month. I'm, I'm a part of the problem i'm i'm hosting a comedy night next saturday an lgbt comedy night it's a bunch of queer comedians it's going to be so fun aaron foley have you heard of her mm-hmm. she's going to be headlining uh d-lo there's going to be uh, atsuko you know atsuko yeah i know d-lo too you do mm-hmm. yeah so it's going to be a really great uh, comedy night but then I'm also when I'm inviting people I'm like am I just another person being like come to my queer comedy night for pride and they're yeah. like oh my god like are they're they like, oh the 20th one I've gone to this month exactly and there's <laughs> something Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday I mean it's just constant but it's it's all good stuff it's, it's good just stuff. a lot okay uh, I do want to, before the end of the show, we talked earlier this week to our ally of the week, Allie's ally of the week. There is a guy, a front desk guy named Tim, and he wears different kinds of beanies every day. And he vied for our station to be played in the lobby slash hallway of Entercom Studios, which is a big deal. There are a lot of big, big radio stations here that have been on the air for a very long time. We are a baby radio station. We're a new radio station. We've been on less than a year. So for him to be fighting for our station to be played in the hallways of this building is a great honor. This is huge. It's it's huge. Huge. So, I mean, as people are coming into the lobby to pick up their tickets and try and win a t-shirt and the claw machine, they're going to be listening to our voices thanks to Tim. So I made him our official Allie's official ally of the week. We did talk to him on Monday, but I'd like to talk to him at some point today as well, just to see how his week has been going, how his life has been changed yeah. since he's been nominated. He's been, he, he, ha, he has to have been greatly affected by this honor you bestowed upon him. Exactly. And I want to know what he's going to do next week and the week after. I mean, this is Pride Month, so he needs to work really hard to make sure that he's being an ally. Right. If uh, he's even caught slipping this much. <laughs> he loses his status that I just decided he has. Okay, news that are lucid. Here we go. 
Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Clayton, I'm going to give you five headlines. Okay. You're going to decide what we news and what we lose and what we news we will get into at the top of the next hour. Great. I love this power. I I know. It's really nice. A lot of people love it. They feel like they have a say. Okay. Headline number one. Five yoga poses to celebrate summer solstice. Yeah, I. You want to know about five yoga poses to celebrate for summer solstice? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I go to yoga. You know what poses are there that I, you're, we don't do? Ev- okay, great. Here, I'll just tell you really quick, and then we can move on. How's that? Great. Uh, let's see. Uh, forward fold. Upward facing dog. These are the only five yoga poses. These are the simplest ones. Downward too. dog. High lunge. And uh, uh, that's and they're it. like in full splits. And <laughs> oh, and standing mountain, which is basically just standing. Yeah, that's it's, my. It's one of my favorite poses, mountain poses, where you literally just stand with your arms by your side. Or corpse pose, where you just stand there, you just, or lay, you just there. lay there and do absolutely nothing. Okay. I also call that sleeping. <laughs> Headline number two: Breaking hipster news: Avocado chunks recalled in fifteen states. <gasps> this is terrifying. It and is. I, I live in Silver Lake, so there's probably a mass hysteria going on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So you're newsing it. Let's news it. Okay. Headline number three, Carrie Underwood being sued for plagiarism. Don't care. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, lose it. Okay. Uh, rescue mission for robots stuck on Mars is currently underway. <gasps> oh my gosh. I know there's robots stuck there. Let's, right there with Matt Damon. I'm curious. Okay, we can news that. And then finally, Bubbles the Chimp lives in fear of paparazzi following the eye-opening <laughs> Michael Jackson documentary. Oh my gosh. Is this <laughs> real? Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles. Uh, he's, he's afraid of the paparazzi, Bubbles. Yeah. Let's news it. Okay, great. Uh, okay, so the avocado chunks, the rescue mission for the robot stuck on Mars, and Bubbles the Chimp should be a well-rounded news it or lose it. Or I guess it's just going to be a news it now. So stick around. We'll get into those stories you're listening to drop the subject on your radio and radio.com drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject okay drop the subject on the new channel q ali johnson and clayton ferris hanging with you on this summer solstice day it's probably you broad city solstice does this have anything to do with the strawberry moon that happened do we know I don't know uh, any of the super. I, I, I've realized that every moon is a super moon now, and it's like a blue moon or a strawberry moon or a supernova moon or a nuva ring or something. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> There's not just a normal moon anymore. But I don't know if it. I mean, I, I would suppose, right? Sure, but, we can suppose all day. <laughs> Still, you can know you can suppose in one hand and do the other thing in the other and, and see pose which in the other. Fills what fills up first. <laughs> These are wise, wise words spoken by Clayton Ferris. Okay, let's get into News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay, I don't know about you, Clayton, but I always prefer my avocado in chunk form. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I eat my avocado in chunks just like any other gal. And I don't know how much I want to believe these recalls now that we have talked to Scott Nash, who ate expired food for an entire year. I do. I will say that an avocado being ripe is very important to the avocado's consumption. It really has a. It's like a seven-hour window that you have there. Absolutely, and I also think that vegetables just do have a. I think that you know vegetables have an expiration date. 
they rot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think when you see white mold right. on the zucchini, then you can no longer eat it. Yeah. Or you just cut off that part. I have one of those hanging baskets and like the vet, literally I had some vegetables just turned to dust. <laughs> Seriously. Well, yeah. I mean, if you put the vegetables that you choose to put on the bottom of that, sayonara. Sayonara. You've got, you've They're covered because... with like literally dust. Like I was like, this, these are dust now. <laughs> they Is were that... sweet potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, hipsters beware. Frozen avocado chunks have been recalled in uh, recalled in 15 states. Nature's Touch Frozen Foods has issued a recall of bags of signature select frozen avocado chunks over a possible listeria contamination. So one of the bags had a possible listeria. So then, of course, you know what they have to do is they have to recall almost every single bag that they have going out in every single location just to be safe to make sure people don't get sick. If you are buying avocado, okay, you're trying to be fancy, you're trying to eat avocado, you're not buying, okay, I'd say the hierarchy is you're buying organic avocado from like Erewhon or Whole Foods, right? Like that's as good as it gets, that avocado. Sure. Then you go to just regular Haas, just a conventional avocado, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can get those Trader Joe's avocado, the little teeny tiny avocados. There's like three three bucks. Then you're going to frozen avocado. Now you're like, okay, wow, you're going to frozen avocado chunks. Then Literally have never even seen those. Me neither. Yeah. And then these are Safeway Select brand. Like, this is the generic Safeway brand avocado chunks. You're not even going to, like, specialty frozen avocado chunks. These are, like, the. this is probably, I say, at the bottom of the hierarchy of avocado. Absolutely. And then, on top of that, you're eating Listeria-contaminated frozen avocado chunks (laughs) from Safeway Select brand. Not doing, not not not, not your, your fi- best life. <laughs> not your proudest moment. Well, here's the horrible thing that this all happened after. Like this is, I just read this is like the lowest crop of avocado. Like that's why avocados have been so expensive. Well, it's also the tariffs. It's because of Trump too. And Trump. <laughs> Trump is making avocados impossible for hipsters to eat. He's literally made anything to just piss off Californians. He's doing. <laughs> yeah. And young people. Yes. Millennials. Anything. Yeah. Anything to piss us off more. And taking away our avocados will make us well, ornery. That will make people riot in it this will. state. <laughs> I mean, what are we supposed to do without avocado? We're using it for everything. We're using it for carbs. I mean, people are using avocado. We're using it for smoothies. We're using it in everything. Okay. Uh, Bubbles the Chimp. Let's talk about him. He's the pop star primate pal. I don't know if you remember, but Michael Jackson purchased him for $65,000 in 1983. He was an instant celebrity. He was on many talk shows. He was basically like, if if Bubbles had been in his prime when YouTube had first been created, I mean, he would be bigger than Grumpy Cat. He would be Mm -hmm. the biggest animal celebrity. I mean, he was an animal celebrity in his time, but it would have just been even more exacerbated. Right. So, it seems even after, now that he's basically retired, he's just kind of a monkey now. He's just trying to live his life. But he cannot. He hates paparazzi, and they are constantly in his face. And the sanctuary said, Bubbles does not like uh, cameras. Even when his caregivers try to take a photo, he will turn his back and see... Uh, he will turn his back completely if he sees a camera and he occasionally will even spit water at people that have cameras and he is able to throw sand with amazing accuracy. Wow. So, I mean, this is, 
this is just proof that it goes back in time. Like, if, if we're talking about humans being given basically post-traumatic stress by being around paparazzi and cameras all the time, this goes even further than that. It goes deep in our in our in our roots of evolution. Yeah, that primate monkeys are still angered by paparazzi and they get ptsd from it yeah it's horrible this poor monkey but can i just change this This is not a change of sub this i was at the zoo san diego zoo yeah recently and bubbles was there no but a we i actually saw the thing where this gorilla grabbed like the female gorilla in the cage threw her down what? and started doing like her? the deed oh and literally it was all these like families with their kids and we were like they were like oh what's happening <laughs> and then he literally grabs her by the neck and throws <gasps> her down and everyone was like oh, 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 oh no. God. it was i've only seen that in movies but then i saw it in real life and i wish i would have filmed it oh yeah you got i mean if you didn't film it then it didn't happen it didn't happen oh, but just man. in my mind in my I... three-year-old nephew's mind <laughs> I love those situations where families are in, in, in front of live animals like that and they think it's going to be this wholesome, amazing experience. Yes. And then they're animals. Yeah, they're they animals. They do stuff. The they hip, have sex. And The hippo also, um, I don't know how to say this radio friendly, but like shot something out of its behind onto the <laughs> glass and just hearing like the groups of families being like, oh, God. It's like, why the, are they sleeping? Why, yeah, like you're like, that's what they do. Hippos just swim and poop. <laughs> And, and if there's a windshield behind them, then They're so gonna be it. They're going to spray it. They're going to spray on it. That's what I've learned. Uh, you know, the giraffe gets all this attention for the live births. I don't know why the hit, the hippo is not getting more attention for their for their for abilities. For their spray abilities. For their spray abilities. It's, unavailable. Uh, it's unbelievable. Okay. We still have a little more to get to for News It or Lose It, so stick around. This is Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new channel Q. We're continuing with News It or Lose It. It has spilled over into the middle of the hour here. Are you taking a picture of yourself? A selfie. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it on the air. You couldn't have done it in the 10 minutes that we were off the air? No, I was buying shoes. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, how much time do we have? We were like, seven minutes. And we were like, he was like, okay, great. I have to buy these shoes. It's like, man, your diet is getting strict. You're like, I'm ordering shoes. Um, all right. What Did does you, that have to do with my diet? Uh, well, because it seemed like you were ordering food. You're oh. like, oh, okay, I, I have time to order these shoes. I oh. was like, why are you ordering shoes right now at lunchtime? Uh, lunchtime, of course. I think course you're I'm, hungry. I am. I'm, I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm a lot of things. Um, okay. Let's talk about this rescue mission on Mars that is happening for a robot. And then we can move on to how millennials are actually doing something good for a change. (laughs) And they're making society better. So this probe, this is actually, you know, I know we do gay news headlines where we like share a headline that sounds really gay. This whole story sounds gay. And I will (laughs) read it to you verbatim pretty much. Um, On the surface of Mars last November, a giant robotic arm and five-fingered hand had to be unpacked onto Mars to dig into the Earth. It was a probe. It was supposed to dig 16 feet into Mars's surface, and then suddenly, (laughs) inches when it was only inches in, (laughs) it stopped. Okay. After traveling 300 million miles to Mars, this probe got stuck in the surface. It remained wedged there and has been there since last November. So it's been stuck. <laughs> this probe has been stuck in Mars for months. And Who's Mars? 
<laughs> Who is this guy Mars? This he must be Mars? uncomfortable. <laughs> So NASA is now hoping to undergo uh, to basically launch a delicate rescue operation to free the probe from the soil. <laughs> I know this is the gayest this is the gayest news story of, of the year. Of the year. <laughs> they suspect that the Martian soil itself is just too hard to penetrate. <laughs> As the probe hammered, loose dirt was supposed to swirl around it, providing friction for its back and forth movements. So the InSight team has has devised a clever plan. They will use the robotic arm to lift the case little by little and get a better look at the probe beneath. I can't. I'm blushing. (laughs) You're so giddy. You got that Friday feeling now because of the Mar- Mars probe story. Or you just want to meet Mars. I got to meet this guy, Mars. <laughs> it is a risky operation. If they end up pulling the probe out of the ground, they won't be able to stick it back in. So, I mean, I don't know how much money this probe rescue operation well, just leave is. The probe. Just like, leave why? it there. Who cares? Yeah. It's a probe. I mean, this is where I get angry with the fact that how how well are we trying to treat these robots? Yeah. I feel like we on the on the scale of whose whose lives matter the most, it's like animals, robots and then humans. Right. But it's like it's not even the part of the robot that would be considered like the brain or whatever. It's the arm. It's an arm. It's a five fingered arm. It's a five fingered arm. Just leave it in Mars and let him deal with it. Here is a look at the robotic hand unfurling in preparation for the procedure. So this is a robotic arm that is stuck in Mars's atmosphere or in the soil of Mars, and it's. I mean, this Mars is like the, this robot is like the new Matt Damon. He's making poop potatoes, and he's trying to survive up there on Mars. He's like growing weed on Mars. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to sustain life and 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 make. I mean, survive on this red planet until NASA rescues him and his five-fingered journey. So that is a thrilling story and a very gay news story to that share with was, you on Drop the Subject. beautifully written pornography. <laughs> right? It was very poetic. I appreciate it. Okay, when we get back, millennials are actually doing something good. I know a lot of people are like, millennials are they are killing the soap industry. They're killing the diamond industry. They're not buying homes. The economy is going to crap. Well, millennials are actually doing something good now, according to a new uh, uh, study. So we will talk about that when we get back. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. <laughs> Drop the subject on the new channel Q, Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris. Yeah, that song brought to you by, by the methed out squirrel, a story that we covered earlier this week. There was a, a meth lab that got busted and they had an attack squirrel that was on meth. Can you imagine what? a better a guard dog? I mean, not a dog, but an attack squirrel, a messed out <laughs> rabbit attack squirrel. That's horrible. Yeah, I mean, it is horrible, but also effective. If I saw a rabid squirrel, no, I would run the Just other like, way. <laughs> it would be like, ah, okay. Grinding its you job. know what? You keep making meth. I'm okay with that. Um, all right. Millennials are 
crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> they're doing a lot of different things that they're they're getting rid of societal norms, right? You used to hear things like first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby in the baby carriage. <laughs> now it's first comes love and then just comes more love and tinder hookups <laughs> and staying at your parents until you're 35. Right. And not re- and doing your passions but not necessarily getting a job just because you want to pay the bills and settle down and buy a house and get married and have kids and all that stuff. So they're also not using bar soap. That's another thing that millennials don't do. So Dove and companies like that are taking a plummet. They're not going to stores physically anymore. They're just buying things online. Uh, yeah. So that's the retail apocalypse. But I mean, look, liquid soap body wash is a better alternative to bar soap. <laughs> it just is. So I, to me, it's like they made the right decision. I haven't used bar soap in like... 20 years. Yeah, I mean, if I'm using bar soap, it's because I'm in an old person's shower. Or at a hotel. Or at a hotel, yeah, and I'm being forced. Or I'll, I'll, I'll even still use the liquid soap. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but now millennials are actually doing something good. They are causing, because they're not getting married, they are causing the U.S. divorce rate to plummet. Yay! Yay! Uh, they're waiting until their relationships are really, really secure before tying the knot. I don't know if that's just a money thing. Hey, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on a wedding when I'm just going to have to get divorced later. But new data shows that younger couples are approaching relationships very differently from baby boomers who married young, divorced, then get remarried, and so on. To me, it's like I look at my parents, God love them, still married. They've been married something like 80 years or something crazy. (laughs) They're 100. No, they've been married for like 40 something years and it's like they hate each other so it's like <laughs> and I know but that, how could you not yeah, but I after know, but being a, together for that long that's what I'm saying a lot of our parents because I'm even though I'm on the older end of millennial I'm a millennial and a lot of us look at our parents like what like I don't know like the, this you seem miserable why would I want to go down that track yeah well I don't think that I've had a very great example of of successful marriages in my family either because my mom's been married three times my dad's been married twice right which it's I mean my dad is very happily married down so is my mom they've found love they're very happy whatever I think my dad's been married almost 15 years now so I mean he he did he did it yeah. it's great but um yeah I mean when I was getting pressure to get married from my, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife. Obviously, I took the bait. Pressure. She, she uh, pressured you into it, though. Well, after we had hit the six-year six mark, it was kind of like, all right, where's this going? Yeah. You know, kind of like S or get off the pot. And I was like, all right, well, I guess the next logical thing we're supposed to do is get married. But I was looking at the marriage examples in my family going, I don't, why? Why would I, why would I, why? Yeah. But then I was also like, you know what? Gays can get married now, so why don't I celebrate that and celebrate my relationship? And ultimately, I'm very glad I got married. It was the best day ever. So I'm happy with the decision I made. But I also, in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? But if I get divorced, it's really not the worst thing in the world. No, absolutely. But I also feel like we're looking at a lot of institutions like marriage and just all these things as kind of like outdated. So it's like you can be committed to one person and spin and operate just like you would in a marriage but not have to have that like traditional like license or like you know mm-hmm. leave the government out of it right man but I I'm just want to live my life exactly love. man you know like I should have born in like I'm a hippie at heart yeah well how do you feel about like do you not do you imagine yourself getting married I always think uh, this is the conversation I always have like I ha- I've never had 
a fantasy or like a daydream about being married, about walking down an aisle. I never, I never did either. It just, it's just not something that crossed my mind. And b- surprise, suffice it to say, none of my siblings. I have three sisters. None of them are married. But do your parents get all upset? Like, I want to plan a wedding for these three ladies. We that- don't really have that conversation. Like, oh, okay. it, it, so it's I don't know. It's, it's but some people I know have been like since they were children. They're like, all they want to do is get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that being a lesbian, when I announced that I was getting married, my parents were kind of like, oh, well, surprising. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't really like, oh, I can finally plan, like, help my daughter plan that wedding that I've been waiting for. It was kind of like, oh, huh, well, a little bonus in the They're pocket like, that I didn't can realize. Do that? I was just, <laughs> I was just kind of moving on to your younger sister with all that, the marrying and having kids. But you can do that too. That's I awesome. I want to fall in love. I just don't really give a darn about marriage mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think people are even having marriage type like, oh, I'm going to have a big celebration, but I'm not going to go to the court and actually get married. Right. They so they're doing have the, the unmarriage marriage. Yeah. And people are actually having divorce parties now, too. They're oh. celebrating their divorces. Yeah. Well, if you're in a horrible marriage and you get a divorce, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Pop the champagne. Pop the champagne and throw a party yeah. and don't sign a prenup. <laughs> Register at Restoration Hardware where you're going to get all your new furniture for your new house because you took all of your significant other's money. Exactly. It's exciting. All right. We have to take a break. When we get back, there's a lot of important things going on in the world with uh, the president, the politics, uh, ICE, Cardi B, Cardi B uh, uh, the Me Too movement. There's all kinds of stuff going on right now. So we will break that down when we get back. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and on radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. This is Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson, Clayton Ferris. What are we not bringing up? Me. Wait, here's what I'm bringing up. Today's Bring Your Dog to Work Day. Is that why you had me in today? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. No, the, uh, it's not Bring Your Gimp to Work Day, Clayton. Oh, oh so I can take this mask <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, you can take it off. <laughs> yeah, it's Bring Your Dog to Work Day. I was uh, explaining at the end of yesterday's show how excited I was about it. Even though you, you do have to keep your dog on a leash and everything. You have to make sure they don't crap in the office. And there's actually technically no dogs allowed in studio. And then I got here. And I was like, I don't see any damn dogs. Like, that was so exciting for me. And then I don't see nearly enough dogs. And I guess maybe the people in this building just don't own don't dogs. Own or they dogs. own dogs that are so badly behaved that even on Bring Your Dog to Work Day, they cannot be let in the building. Well, there was just a very hyper dog in here. Yep. <laughs> and then that uh, there was another dog in the hallway. So we saw dogs. Yeah, I will... Up until a few minutes ago, I was like, this is a real bust, man. No one is bringing their dog. And then now I've seen two. So, okay, at least two, I feel. I think I will make a a little lap around the building before I leave today, just so I can make sure to see all of them. You should have brought your cat and just been like, put like dog ears on it or something. But like, this is my dog, Kitty. (laughs) I would love to bring my cats places. They would scratch everybody and everything. And they would probably, I mean, I know that Katie's cat would definitely pee in its crate by the time I got here. And probably uh, go number two as well. So maybe it's probably better that it's bring your dog to work day. But bring your cat to work day, I do think. Just bring your animal, any animal. I can't wait for bring your gimp to work day. (laughs) I, I think bring your sugar daddy to work day. Bring your gimp to work day. Bring your otter to work day. Bring your yeah. Bring your bear to work day. Bring your twink to work day. 
I just walk around being like, there are no gimps here. This is robust. Okay. Of course, if you don't know what gimp is, some you're like, what is a gimp? Someone that wears a mask and leather for... They're usually, keep your gimp on a leash. It'll be the same rules. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have a go bag in case your gimp, gimp goes on the floor. Gimp has to go <laughs> and have little gimp treats. <laughs> and there will be dog treats and a lunch upstairs, so it would be the same for gimps. Oh, That'd I got to check that out. Yeah. Okay. Um, we missed it. Oh, man. We did? Ah, oh, damn it. I miss everything free. Uh, all right. We have to get to a couple, just a couple little things before we get out of here. Um, for anybody who's in the SoCal area, this is uh, some crazy news that just is breaking on CNN today. Um, ICE is set to begin immigration raids in 10 cities that is starting this weekend. And they're pressing forward to arrest and deport families with court-ordered removals in 10 cities, including Los Angeles, starting on Sunday. This is going to be really... um hard for a lot of people, I can imagine. And I don't know, you know, how aggressive this is going to be. I'm just going to assume it's probably going to be pretty aggressive. And, um, you know, I just we just want to say our thoughts are with all of you who are going to be affected by this, because this is a horrible thing that we should not be dealing with. And unfortunately, this is just a part of uh, the current state that our country is in. It just doesn't seem like um, that the country or the government is prepared to do something like this with the way that they're handling like detainees at the border and oh, all yeah. this stuff. I it's mean, they're like, all overpacked. They're not even giving people the resources they need. People are are getting sick and yeah, dying in yeah. those. In those, yeah. It doesn't seem like it's a, a, the right time to do to do more of this sort of thing, and it's scary. And as someone who knows people who are here illegally right. but work very hard and and are trying to, you know, get get legal, it's scary and it's sad. And it's, uh, I, you know, I hope everyone can, will be, is going to be okay during this. Mm-hmm. I know. And like, I mean, from what I understand, I mean, you're completely right. I don't think that they have the organization to carry. It, it's just going to be like the Wild West. It's right. just going to be crazy. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. So, um, yeah, there's that. And then, of course, this whole thing that happened with Max Landis this week is inc- is crazy. You know, we were—I actually just saw an article a couple weeks ago that was like, you know, the Me Too movement. There's actually a lot of allegations, and they're da- they're like the um, the the amount of allegations has gone down in recent years since the Me Too movement. I was like, oh, great! And then there was like Max Landis is crazy, and all these people are are saying that eight women accuse him of of yes. emotional and sexual abuse. Which I mean, if for a Hollywood producer slash director. Emotional abuse, I feel like... Is a given. Is a given. But the sexual abuse is not, and right. it should not be okay. Um, I'm also looking at a picture of this guy, Max Landis, and I don't know about you, but he looks gay to me. <laughs> he pre- he presents very flamboyantly. Right. Is so, that the word? Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, he has that whole faux hawk with half of his head shaved thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a haircut that I actually am jealous of. Yes. That is a lesbian haircut if <laughs> I've ever seen one. <laughs> So there you go, defense. Right. You can use that. But his dad actually got drug into this as well. His dad had a situation happen back in the 80s where something terrible happened on one of his sets. Mm-hmm. And um, he was not held like accountable. It was found that he wasn't responsible for it like through the law. But Twitter being what it is, took 
His, oh, they dig that up. Yeah, they, they dig dug it right that up. up and drug Jonathan Landis into the ground again, too. So it's like, that's why you should never have kids. Because when they screw up, it's going <laughs> to yeah, reflect back on, on you. you. Right, as a parent. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, we have to close. Let's close things out on a happy note, shall headlines. we? Get your headlines. Headlines here. And not just any old headlines. The gayest of the gay. The lightest of the loafers. The bears. The queens. The tambourines. It's your gayest news headline of the week. <laughs> so here's how we're doing this now, Clayton. We're okay. going to read off some headlines, and we're not going to announce a winner now. We're going to let people vote over the weekend, and then we announce the winner on Monday. Oh, cool. So here are the nominees for this week's Gayest News Headline of the Week. I'm going to read them to you now, and then you can vote on Instagram Story, where we will put them at DTS Show. You can follow us there on Instagram and on Twitter. Headline number one. A muted Johnson inches closer to premiership. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I love these. Hmm. <laughs> Headline number two. Do you know how to spatchcock a chicken? We what? got tips from Traeger Grills Pro. What? That made no sense. <laughs> That's a, a, a specific what, way say, to cook a chicken. What's it called? Do you know how to spatchcock a chicken? Spatchcock? Yeah. <laughs> we got tips from a Traeger Grills Pro. Headline number three. YouTuber Simone Geertz transforms a Tesla Model 3, Model 3 into a pickup truck. Wait, no, I think we... Didn't we already do that one? No, I sent it to you earlier. Ah, okay. All right. YouTuber Simone Geertz transformed a Tesla Model 3 into a pickup truck. That is a very lesbian headline. I love it. Uh, headline number four. North Carolina Gamecocks coach Frank Martin expects NCAA to be aggressive after probe. Another probe. <laughs> Another probe. Another probe. Probes are always so funny. So many probes. Okay, so there are your four headlines. I will put them on Instagram story this weekend. Again, really quick. A muted Johnson inches closer to premiership. Uh, do you know how to spatchcock a chicken? We've got tips from Traeger Drills, <laughs> Grills Pro. A YouTuber, Simone Geertz, transforms a Tesla Model 3 into a pickup truck. And North Carolina Gamecocks coach Frank Martin expects NCAA to be aggressive after probe. The decisions are yours. Have a pleasant weekend. Thank you, Clayton Ferris, for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm off to a Persian wedding, followed by Jay Rodriguez's birthday party. Should be an exciting Is weekend for me. No, that's tomorrow night. Okay. I might uh, go. I might see you there. Okay, great. I'll see you in line. <laughs> um, have a pleasant weekend, everyone. More live shows next week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Drop the subject. Hey, I'm here for Jay Rodriguez's birthday party. I'm pretty sure I'm on the list. Name? Uh, Allie from Drop the Subject. Yeah, I don't see you on the list. Hey, Michaela, come on in. Wait, but, yeah, but, so all the Channel Q radio hosts are invited, so I should be on there. You're not here. Shira, Ryan, get in here. What the hell? Dr. Chris, wait, can you get me in? Wait, sorry, Sally. We can't let you in right now. No, 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 I have a gift. What is it? It's a DVD box set of Queer Eye, autographed by the cast. Which cast? The original. You work the door. I'll go dance. Thank you, Barbara. No problem. Hi, what are you here for? Jay Rodriguez's birthday party? He's right, I wasn't on the list. Drop the subject. Weekdays, 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, on the new Channel Q.